Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian. And we're live. This is your host, Julian on Enlighten Me. I hope everybody had a phenomenal weekend. It's been a little bit. I think it's been about a week. I've been in school, a little busy trying to handle some things, but hey, we're back full-fledged. Before we get started, if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Enlighten Me, as well as uh, Google, Apple, and Amazon Music, all on Enlighten Me podcast streaming system and a couple other programs and if you don't mind reading the descriptions you can subscribe to a monthly fee of what 99 cents 4.99 and 9.99 all the proceeds of course go to the equipment and keeping this podcast running if not appreciate the listen appreciate support and today we got a this this topic's a little out there but you know enlightening that covers everything and this is what we're going to cover today and we're going to cover human trafficking sex trafficking so i got my boy diddy on how you doing diddy Doing all right. How are you, brother? It's, it's been good. It's been I'm good. I'm good. It's been a while. It's been a little bit, but we we back. We back. Uh, if you don't mind introducing yes, yourself. Sir. All right. Uh, I'm Diddy, uh, six years Air Force veteran, uh, currently working at UPS. A um, little bit of background. I have a associate in behavioral science, majority of my college credits in communication. I have an overall fascination with philosophy, psychology, sociology, anthropology, theology. Essentially, if you put an ology next to it, I'm into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that's 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 me. That's me in a nutshell. Oh, I love writing photography. That's some of the stuff I do on the side. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, he's been on here quite quite often, dropping knowledge, dropping bombs, and challenging minds, and I greatly appreciate that. So uh, before we get started, I, I'm gonna. Hey man, keep. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time, my man. I appreciate your no time. No problem. No problem. Uh, so human trafficking and sexual trafficking kind of correlate, but of course, sexual trafficking is worse. And uh, yeah. tracking tracking involves uh, transporting someone into a situation of exportation. This can include forced labor, marriage, prostitution, and organ removal. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This kind of exportation mm-hmm. is known by a few different names. Human trafficking. Trafficking of persons and modern day slavery are the ones accepted by the U.S. Department of State, of course, our country. So yeah. this all, um, this whole thing is. I, I hit uh, Diddy up the other day, and I was like, "Hey, I, I saw something about a girl being abducted at a uh, was it a basketball game, a Mavericks basketball." Yeah, it was a, game. it was a da- yeah Dallas basketball game. Uh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. It was like April nineteenth. It was a fifteen year old girl. She was abducted. I think she was going to the bathroom by herself, and uh, of course, she was taken. And uh, we're just going to shed some light on that and the validity of what's going on with human trafficking and sex trafficking. And the story is based upon, I think, her parents reported it to the local police department. They didn't do anything saying that there's a code of state where if they can... Ooh. She was in a runaway, then they can investigate it. But from there, they did not investigate it. So they hit up the Texas Counter Trafficking Initiative. And they mm-hmm. found three pictures of her on a website. And she was about 200 miles away in Oklahoma. And that's where they've arrested six individuals. I think it was like four women and two males. I think that's yep. what it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is how we got up on this podcast. And we're going to shed some light on it. Hopefully uh, help some people out. That's about it. So we're going to start with the highest state for right now it was saying it was california uh, california is one of the highest states for uh human trafficking right now but uh 1500 
Yeah, yeah, because Mexico is right there and things of that nature. Yeah. With 1,500 cases reported in 2019. And again, for those who understand, like a lot of facts and things that you'll probably hear me say is going to be from 2019 because of COVID. So everything in the midst of that was kind of like offset a lot. But um, yeah, it's reported 1,500 cases reported in 2019. 1,100 of these cases were sex trafficking cases. Jeez. 158 were labor trafficking. 69 were both sex and labor. And the remaining cases were not specified. Most of the sex trafficking cases reported in California were illicit massage and spa businesses and hotel or motel based of the cases reported 1200 were female 149 were male and 10 were gender minorities jesus man so as you know usually women are more prone to or more vulnerable in that nature to be uh picked for human trafficking and sex trafficking yeah and it seems like even today, your friends can set you up. I think there was something going on in D.C. where Uber drivers and people's friends were setting them up and getting paid at least $4,000 per a body. If that's not the U.S. state saying that it's $4,000 per a body of human uh, trafficking. So I, Damn, I, I didn't hear about that one. That's crazy. Yes, yeah, $4,000 per a body. So people are, I don't know. I, I Again, I can't fathom some things. And you always hear me say that. I can't yeah. just sell somebody, you know. I mean, my fear is waking up in like a motel after meeting some girl on Tinder and my spleen's missing. But like selling yeah. somebody, I couldn't do that. Wait, waking up that. in a tub full of ice, yeah. Yeah, my hey man, shoot, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> like, give me another shot or something because I can't believe where I'm at right now. Have you have well, you ever I mean, heard anything close to you in your area? Um, not, not in Richmond. Cause, Cause like you said, I think some, some of the, the states are going to have a higher proportion of that. But states like California, um, I hear Kansas city is also really bad. Oklahoma, um, New York. Um, but haven't heard anything about that locally, but mm. You know, I, I like how you broke down the the different sections of of trafficking. Because I think when people automatically think about it, they just think about the sex, you know. But no, there's oh, yeah. also the labor portion that goes into it. There's also the organ portions that go into it. And I think that what's what's interesting is that the the trafficking it it wouldn't happen if there wasn't a market for it. Right. Oh, so if there so it, so if there wasn't a market for, you know, free labor, then they would have no need to abduct these individuals for these purposes. If there wasn't, you know, a need for, and and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I this is one reason why I think sex work which should should be legalized because I think it would help mitigate some of these. All right, and so that instills in the mind of okay i'm ready to you know have i'm ready to mate with this individual because i see that they're ready you know they're past the age of puberty i'm past the age of puberty and that stimulates the the response and you know the flip can be said you know for any gender orientation you know if you're gay and you're a male and you see another male you know it, th there's the 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 post pubescent development 
that causes the the attraction and then the same thing for 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 women so if you're having a biological response for a a human that's prepubescent or like still very much in the very early ages of developing and that causes a then that then there's something wrong there you know and I can't point to any particular study at this moment, but I can definitely give you an example, one that we all talk about, and that's R. Kelly, you know, notorious for for child abuse. However, he himself was abused as a child. So he had to carry that trauma, and because it went untreated, then that trauma then got passed down passed down to other people as opposed to him getting counseling him finding healthier ways to be dealing with with his urges as opposed to acting out on on victims so the moment that we start treating this like a mental health crisis and stop demonizing again sex work because you 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 can't manipulate and force a person to want to have sex with you but if we have to admit that sexual contact is a, a it, it, it's a bodily, I don't want to call it a, a need, but, but, but clearly we have these physio- physiological responses for a reason, you know, and we can go into the religious aspect. I'm, I'm trying to just keep it science and, and, and biological for now. So if, if we're looking at it from that stimulation standpoint, if you legalize these sex work and then you can then regulate it and couple that with the mental health aspect, I think you would greatly reduce the the market because you're 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 helping to steer those urges in, in a regulated way. Being that do you do you think and my thing cut out, do you think that do you think they'll ever actually try to make their providing mental health for, I, I think it's too political. I think people even higher up with that whole uh, island that they're messing with boys and things like that in nature, like too much, too much, too much would be anything, but mm. there's money in it. and there's, there's weird, freaky, evil people. All right, I can't find it, so we'll just run out. So we're yeah, this this shouldn't cut out. If this cuts out, then this is it. Because I'm using my (laughs) fucking phone and something right here. Somebody trying to get me. How is that adding up? All right, uh, fucking where we stop at? Uh, you're saying taking away from the industry. Take away from the industry. Mm, Powerful people involved. All right. Yeah, let's get back to the nitty gritty. Right. You know exactly what I stopped off. I I since talking about um, if we were to look more into like kind of like solving the the pedophilia because there's already this current establishment to have that market then yeah. they may try to disincentivize those efforts. Mm. That's what it seems like you were getting at. 
wish I knew what exactly to stop on. I can't listen to it. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, so basically, all right, where was that? Yeah, cut out one last time. We get people, we gotta, we're having a lot of technical difficulties. They really disappeared tomorrow just now. <laughs> Diddy and, and Jay on the light, me. We tried our best. But, anyways, so essentially, basically, I think it everything's money these days. And it's yeah. sad to say that human lives in every aspect, war and things of that nature, is, is expendable. And money, and of course, they say it's the root of all evil, but love of money is the root of all evil. Hmm. And with that being said, was I told you, like $43 billion industry, $150 billion globally. That's yeah. It's going to continue until some, mitig- some mitigating factors, like you were saying, possibly legalizing sex in some states. It would just hinder the business, kill the business. And would, uh, what is that? People giving uh, politicians money and things of that nature. Now they stop anytime soon. I mean, fucking Matt Gates is alleged to have exchanged messages with a minor for sexual purposes. So yes, spot on with the politicians' example. Oh yeah, it it it's, goes above and beyond, and people don't really look at it till it starts actually hindering some type of I guess family or friend now it's like okay now it's a problem and I know that what is it Ashton Kutcher and his wife he stopped actually acting to actually shed light on human trafficking mm. and he, he, took my, he took my boo from me but yeah Ashton Kutcher that's, <laughs> <what he's really, laughs> that's why he doesn't really act anymore he's like yeah I'm getting down to the nitty gritty and uh, human trafficking needs to be stopped and that's what he's been doing over the past couple of years what is uh What's that? What's that girl's name? She plays in a lot of movies with him. She kind of has a big eye. Uh, let's see. Ted. Ted. Yep, she played in Ted. Uh, Mila Kunis. Wait, Demi Moore. Yeah. No, Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a little fine girl. But yeah, she she uh, joined up with him, and that's what they've been on right? past like five, ten years. Hmm. I've been wondering where where they were at, honestly. They've been uh, fighting the good fight, and I, you know, it's commendable that he's doing something like that. Especially an actor who has almost everything laid out in his life. Say, nah, yeah. I'm going to use these resources for good. I would definitely like to follow up on what exactly he's doing, because, you know, at, at face value, you know, like saying, like, stop human trafficking at face value looks fine, but some of these efforts kind of look into the the wrong things and i was um i was either reading an article or watching a, a documentary but it was talking about how some of these institutions that are set up to help stop human trafficking they sometimes get inundated with what people think are tips but it comes off as conspiracy theories and mm. you know because you know something can happen like let's say there's a somebody alleging that there's a sex ring at a pizza parlor you know if this news gets spread out on social media then there's going to be hundreds of thousands of calls saying hey 
you need to investigate this place. And that takes mm -hmm. away from their resources for legitimate tips. So you think yeah. it's all set up like, hey, look over here while the other hand's doing something different. It, it certainly can be. So, so that's why I'm saying, you know, with Ashton Kutcher at, at face value, and that does sound fine, and, but it makes me interested into knowing how exactly he's, he's doing that. Is he genuinely helping or is he talking to the, the, the base that has a misconception of what child trafficking, like, I don't want to say like, like what it is, but, you know, falling victim to essentially conspiracy theories. Because when I went to a lot of Trump rallies, just randomly, I would see banners talking about um, stop child trafficking. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting to see at a political rally that's supposed to be, you know, for Trump. But of course, they're espousing the conspiracy theory of Democrats having a pedophilia ring. So mm. that's where they're making that association. Mm. See, now it's deep. That's deep. I'm not looking at that myself. I didn't even. Mm. Yeah, I stay. Yeah. Yep. So the, there goes the political thing again. It's always political. I think anything you, majorly that has that much heavy, heavy revenue is going to be political. Well, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that things will, that we call political because, I mean, everything, anything that encompasses how we live our lives in a public space and privately with each other is going right. Oh. But what I think is important is we have to have a, a foundation of truths in order to get anywhere. You know, we can all agree that pedophilia is a problem. We can all agree that human trafficking is a problem where the conversations get, get murky is when the issues become polarized because of this us versus them mentality and i mm. guess that that a lot of that happens when you don't really have a face to to put on some of these you do because i i was reading um uh what's it called the body keeps the score and it talks about this statistic of how many people have been sexually abused when they were in their developmental years so that statistic is not only was it disturbingly disturbingly high, but that doesn't incorporate the people that haven't come forward yet. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't really come to grips with what happened to me when I was a kid with you know an adult exposing himself to me. I didn't come yeah, to I remember that. I, I didn't come to terms with that until I was in my late twenties, early thirties. You know, so there are people who have been through something very traumatic like that early on and then they never talked about it you know yeah, so yeah. instead of confronting that person then they could just be confronting the idea of oh i wish i could kill the pedophile that abused me but i can't confront them but i'm going to advocate for laws for them to be you know demonized or I'm going to spit out all this rhetoric talking about the the terrible things that that they've done because they they certainly do harm people but again if it's looked at as a mental 
something past the trauma, then I think we start getting somewhere. Well, then don't you think everybody's going to claim, uh, what is it, when when people get uh, prosecuted for something, they claim uh, mm. insanity. Do you think that's, that's going to be the same thing in courtrooms? Like, well, yeah, I did what I did, but I'm pleading, essentially, I'm, I'm in school. Uh, well, I plead, I'm pleading insanity. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because we shouldn't go about it in a reactionary standpoint because at that point, a crime has already been committed and now they're being charged and now they're claiming insanity. We need to get to the point where the crime stops. So for, in order for that to stop, then we have to come together and be able to acknowledge it as a mental illness and say, okay, if you have these urges and, and we have to have that, that comfortable space. If you have these urges, we're, we're empathetic. We may not be able to understand, but we're like, okay, you're, you're having these urges. So because of that, and you're being open and honest, let's, let's talk about why you have these urges. Let's talk about how you can channel those urges. Because if they're just being met with death to pedophiles, then they're not going to want to come forward and get help. And we have to be able to create institutions to where they get, where they talk to therapists, to where they talk to sexual therapists. You know, there has to be the environment first for them to come forward, because if not, then it's going to be reactionary. There's going to have to be somebody that has to go through something terrible in order for them to get to the point of being charged and then saying, oh, um, I was abused as a child. Like, it, it, it can't be used in, in that fashion. It, it can't be used as a reactionary tool. I think there's too much power base. I, I think there's too, wait, can you, wait, can you hear me? Yeah, can okay. Oh, Lord, I got to work. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the devil's a lie. But I think that it's too, it's too, there's just too much power for anybody to come forward. As soon as you come forward, there's too many, too much, too many entities to push against you. And you start doing right. You start gathering people. Either mm. they'll say you're crazy or they'll demonize you to make, the society think like you're wrong on whatever you're trying to do or they'll sway the stories once they start printing news articles or even post on facebook you know how people believe everything facebook because facebook's mm. law then yeah. people are like yeah you're wrong and you're like no this is what it is well that's not what we saw that's not what we heard so it's not possible and that's how things just get buried and after that everybody thinks you're crazy there's no point in believing somebody that's crazy uh I mean, portraying as as a mental health, I don't think that it, it would be. I, I, I'm all for that, but mm-hmm. I, we're how do you go about it when there's again politicians? There's it's so heavy ended. Where if it's swaying left, they'll just pick it right back up and keep it going. Forty four three forty three billion dollars. Yeah, they're they're definitely going to be in, incentivized to want to keep the underground economy going because it's it's comfortable at that point and and we don't like change but i mean the as of right now the only practical way that i can see like the the change starts here it's us having a conversation and saying we recognize that there's a problem one way to solve this problem is to maybe do things a little bit differently you know, so right now we're at the conversation stage because it, the institution itself is already too big. Even though it's underground, you have billionaires dabbling into this. Yeah, so, true, true. 
so right now like because it's so intrinsically ingrained it for now it just has to start with the conversation and say hey maybe the way that we've been doing this right now is wrong and speaking as somebody who has had a sexually traumatic experience it was I don't want to reduce it. You know, it was just exposure, but it was still very much, you know, traumatic to me. And when I do think about the individual, I do have violent urges because it's like now I'm at the age of where I can defend myself. And if I perceive that individual as a threat, now I want to eliminate that that threat. But I'm capable of separating that and saying to myself, I'm feeling that way because of what happened to me. And that individual may have done that because there could be something wrong with him. And if there's something wrong with him, then he should get help. Because if this help is available, then maybe more people can go to that help and less people will have to go through those traumatic experiences. Well, for their, for their posture and stature, if it's a, if it's a governor, I'm, I highly doubt he's going to go get help. And then he'll probably condone it to his uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's where that's where it starts at the top, and it trickles down. Like, who who do you have to cut? I mean, if you cut the head off the snake, is there another one going to grow? How, how are we doing this? Well, if it's the politicians in power, then we need to say we need, we need to start having candidates in those positions who don't you know adhere to that, who can listen to these conversations and say, "Hey, I, I think you may be onto something." Let's see if we can rally a, a base to agree, have an election, and, and get the ball rolling on it because the prior politicians aren't doing anything about it. So they are not all powerful. It, it, it comes from you know a grassroots development and then to like, kind of push that into the government so that policies can start changing because they aren't going to advocate for that. I think it- you don't think it's too embedded where these people who are running these sexual rings and uh, uh, human trafficking rings that mm-hmm. they pay these politicians and they have dirt on these politicians. Politicians are like, all right, well, you're paying me. I'm good to go. And they're like, well, if you try to undermine us or cut us out, we have this on you. So it's Very like well could. now they're going to team up. Hey, I have a problem. Politicians are like, hey, I have a problem. Well, the human trafficking person's like, all right, we'll take care of it. Boom, now it's going to be taken care of. I, I think for us to stand up, it would have to be a huge, drastic change. And you know how that goes. These people are easily swayed and maneuvered based upon, again, social media. That just controls so many little people's minds these days that if that happens, people just focus or fixated on something else going on. Kim Kardashian, like Kanye, like what, what the hell is going on here? What the fuck? Yeah, but I mean... Any any movement is going to require uh, a, a campaign in and of itself, you know. So, it, if you and I are having this conversation and we and we say that, you know, we can see some viability in this, then you know, yeah. then we go out to our friends, our family, and get their ideas on it. And then spread from there. And it seems like you and I are both communication savvy when it comes to social media. And oh, yeah. we, we could advocate for a conversation about this online and get other people's thoughts on it. Because like you said, people are using social media a lot. And as a tool, it can 
be used for distraction purposes. However, it can also be used for information. You know, so I I I think I do agree. There's definitely a mountain because there's an established institution in place. Like like you already mentioned, you know, like they they may have you know sway over politicians. They obviously have people like Jeffrey Epstein being capable of having you know the resources that that he had but you know it 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 has to start somewhere it's going to be gargantuan absolutely but it has to start somewhere hey i'm down this is this is why we're trying to start this podcast now to put shed some yeah. light on what's going on i i feel like it's not covered enough in social and i said social so i'm so used to saying social media in the news <laughs> or any type of network but I, ever since that 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 just you know my eyes blew up when I saw that. That's yeah, when man. I actually, that's when I hit you up about it. I don't I don't know where we can start, but I'll be down to start anything and everything I can. I looked at the Ashton Kutcher stuff. I don't know what the hell's going on with him. That was back in like twenty. I don't know what he was doing back in twenty fourteen or something weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll be definitely down to start something. And I think a lot needs to be started. And a lot of people are just you know, keyboard warriors. They call them or whatever that is. They just rather <laughs> type something. They just rather type something out than actually engage do the legwork yeah. yeah do do your due diligence stop being a little peasant and uh yeah. do something do something like everybody wants change it's like there's a picture that said who wants change everybody raised their hand and then the second question is who wants to change and nobody raises their hand it's the same exact thing going on here yeah i'm like here for it that's not somewhere i'm here for it whatever we need to do and i'm hoping somebody reaches out uh, I've have I gotten an email yet? I was waiting to get cursed out for my first email, but I want <laughs> <laughs> to read that bad boy online. But I haven't. I'm hoping somebody reaches out. You know, I know they reached out about the uh, men's mental health. That was a huge contribution. Like three guys reached out on social media about that. Oh wow! Yeah, they, yeah. They want. Actually, we we're supposed to do another one. Um, hopefully, we can shed some light on human trafficking. I know a lot of people are disappearing. And I think I told that earlier. DC, DC is a huge one where people just yeah. kids mm-hmm. de- like it's like it's nothing. Like it's just an everyday thing. That's that's crazy. Yeah, and to go back to your earlier point, because again, it like it wasn't just for sexual purposes. You know, you want to talk about you know labor. I feel like the labor portion, in my mind, I would like to think that that would be a little bit easier to solve because. It seems like we we have institutions that are supposed to be inspecting businesses to make sure that they're you know adhering to code, not abiding by you know child not not violating child labor laws. So if it's if that's still continuing continuing to be a thing, then we need to be looking at our institutions and figuring out why they are failing to find more of this. And I think the hardest one to tackle is going to be the one for, for health purposes, because how do you, if somebody's in need of, of an organ and current systems are overwhelmed with willing donors, you know, if you're somebody that has resources to say, hey, I need this organ, I don't care how you get it because they're worried that somebody's going to die. I mean, that's going to be a, a much more 
difficult uh, monster to, to to tame. Like I, I can't fathom currently a a solution to to that aspect of of human tra- of human trafficking, and that's really tough. Yeah, I, to be honest, when I was looking this stuff up, I was it was <laughs> I was like, man, I don't know what is going on. I don't, I don't really see, and this is just me talk, talking. Uh, I'm a little bit arbitrary, but like, I don't see a lot going on with this. I don't, I don't see. And as after a couple of sites, it wasn't just the first one on Google. So I was, I was digging, mm. but I don't, I don't see a lot going on with this. And I, I think it should be. These are lives, of course. And yeah, I don't know. Well, one we'll, thing we'll, I think we'll see what we, we can do. I think one thing that we should definitely do is get in contact with um, a nonprofit or, you know, some kind of organization that, that deals with this, you know, cause I think they're going to have a lot more information about what's, what's being done than anything that we're going to, you know, find online. I'm going to contact them more. See if we can get them on here too. Yeah. 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 I think that. I think I got a, I got a number too actually. So I was gonna pull uh, call that out at the end of this. So if anybody has any God forbid anybody has any uh human trafficking things going on, please uh yeah, so that up. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a good idea. I will contact them, I will uh call them and I'll probably email a couple organizations, see if they uh can shed some light on what's going on, maybe hop on here with us and drop some <laughs> knowledge. That'll be dope. Shoot, that would be I know I got a doctor coming up, he's trying to do uh visceral fat and things in that nature i don't know he was talking i was like i gotta you gotta send me everything you're talking about because i don't know anything you're saying yeah yeah it's a whole different language but he wants to hop <laughs> on here <laughs> he wants to hop on here as well and uh shed some light on uh health care concerns and things in that nature because he thinks yeah. on a side note that uh obesity and over being overweight is a mental health problem now it's a mental health crisis interesting and i was like yeah, I was like, I don't know how you can put two and two together, but we can run with that. Yeah, I would definitely love to learn more about that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's based upon, I don't know what it could be based upon mental health, mental health, and that is, it's that bad. I guess people need to eat and, I don't know, engorge themselves. Yeah, hmm. that'd be interesting. I, but I was trying to look up how many women are kidnapped a day and I it didn't come up. I think I did something like that. Another podcast talking about kidnaps. I think I'll be abuse. 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 It's uh, I was gonna say abuse. Abuse. <laughs> I need that dude like uh, Joe Rogan guy. Jamie, look this up. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> soon, 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 soon. Uh, let's see how many women are kidnapped today. What the hell? What gender kidnaps the most? Of course, more females than males. That's a... so, yeah, it's always women. It's crazy. I was talking to this girl today. I was actually talking to uh, Christina. I told her she needs to get some pepper spray. Ever since that shooting, everybody acting crazy. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't. You just. just Man, this world, man. But we can, we can do it. We're gonna shed some light on some things on here, and uh, do what we can. Hopefully, Shoot. jog people's mind, like Tupac said, plant the seed. 
Yeah, go, go from there. Go from there. I'm, I'm I'm curious. Why did you stop at pepper spray? Why not say get a gun? Oh, I told her to get a gun. She's like, I need to get a gun. I was like, my aunt is telling me. And she's probably gonna hate me for saying this. And my aunt's telling me to get a gun. I was like, yes, please get a gun. Like, yeah. and that shooting. Come on, man. I mean, a guy shot up the elementary school or middle school a couple years back. But yeah. you know, what I'm saying like. Uh, uh, what is it? A movie theater? Like you're safe nowhere these days. Mm. Nowhere. And we're being reminded of that. Like it, it's it's almost like Haley's comment. You know it's it's coming, and there's no <laughs> there's no mechanisms in place to to really stop it. So. Yeah, exactly. At 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 this point, because you're you're never going to be able to have police everywhere that they need to be the moment that we need them. Exactly. Yep. Never. It's not so possible. so if if we are supposed to be valuing our lives in the ways that we say that we're supposed to be doing, then I mean, because I mean, to be honest, even though I've handled firearms for six years in the military, I just personally would prefer not to have one but i because of the necessity that i know <laughs> that that i needed is that's the reason why i have one i'd rather not have one but mm-hmm. but because of the, the complete lack of of barriers for the people who have committed these these mass shootings because there's no barrier for that, it's like, well, well now I just got to be able to to meet that force with equal force, despite my discomfort. Yeah, because that's don't. greater than the discomfort of, of being unsafe. But yeah, I'd rather be tried by judges saying I defend myself, and yeah, and for some odd reason, if I go to jail, I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm still alive, but dead as sit there. Yeah, to sit there and you know take a bullet to the head and do nothing. I mean, I, I'm not trying to go out like that. Screw it, was it fighting, scratching, whatever they say? Yeah, I'd rather do yeah. that. Yeah, was it carried by six? Was it? I'd rather be carried, judged by 12 than carried by six. Yeah, yeah, my numbers mm-hmm. back was dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I feel you, man. I feel you. Yeah, it's, it's a wild world out here. And as, as more things come to light, I think I was talking to my niece the other day. She's like, it seems like it's so, it's so reoccurring that we're going to become desensitized to these things. Like people are sharing a lot of things on social media and we're seeing stuff so often. It's just going to be a regular thing. Who Who's to tell? I think that the next podcast I definitely want to do is these books are taking out the schools. That's Ooh, that. Let's you heard talk about, about that? these book bands. Oh, yes. man. I was talking to Nicole and Mari about it. They're like, history is going to repeat itself. So that's that's definitely... And I thought it was a, I thought it was a joke. I was I was chilling with uh, my homegirl like six months ago. Late at mm-hmm. night, TV show came on, and they were talking about. It. I was like, oh, it's, 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 a, it's a facade. And now now it's real. Yeah. Gosh, damn. The, yeah, those that, who do uh, not understand their history are doomed to repeat it. Yep. And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna touch on that. We gonna hit. We gonna we gonna disappear too. We gonna... <laughs> Well, we're gonna disappear. We're gonna hit that subject too, though. That's yeah. 
we're gonna have that we're gonna wrap this up though brother we uh right. we apologize you guys uh we had some technical difficulties on my side but we got this uh rolling now and now i fix it and we should be good to go from here on out and i yeah. appreciate you uh diddy for being patient with everything as well nah, no problem no problem brother but yeah we're gonna we're gonna link back up i know i have one coming up i think it's postpartum depression or postpartum mm. on on wednesday but We'll schedule this books thing. We'll either do the books or what was the other thing we were talking about? Uh, uh, cheating. Cheating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to find a cheater. Wait. <laughs> I'm going to find a cheater to get on there. I cheated. I cheated when I was younger. I, 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 maybe maybe well, it'll be I, me. I was going to say, I've, I've cheated in, in my day. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap this up. We appreciate y'all uh, listening and tuning in, being patient with us as well. We're back. We're gonna be hitting these left and right. And Diddy, thank you again for blessing us with so much knowledge and uh, insight. No problem. No problem. Happy to be here, man. All right. Thank you again. And uh, like me, signing off. Y'all take care. <laughs>